0: hello and welcome to the w2 football podcast Uh, today we're going to be doing a mock draft for the first round now we have a few ground rules here we're going to go through real quick Um, basically we're going to alternate picks so pete is going to take the first and i'll take the second and we're just going to alternate that way through the whole first round Uh, our reasoning behind this is we don't want uh, each of us to do our own and, and like Force a certain player down lower. It it keeps us uh keeps us honest with each other. Also, we're not going to be doing any trades. I know trades happen a lot on day one in the draft, so that does mess things up. But it's too hard for us to keep track of who would uh, trade to who for what, and it it just it gets too messy for basically what we're trying to do. So, with that said, I believe it is. Good to go. We should just jump right into this.
1: All right, sounds good. So I'm going to be doing the first overall pick. Um, I'm going to actually shock the world. Pick Joe Burrow. (laughs) Uh, This one's basically given at this point. uh, Joe Burrow had arguably the greatest college season of all time, regardless of position. Uh, You just don't see that kind of upside not take the quarterback number one, especially when the next quarterback available that would be considered worthy is injury prone and also didn't even have these highs yes he's a one-year wonder but let's be real it's it's, it's joe burrow it's, well there's nothing
0: and, and, and to be fair while joe burrow is a one-year wonder tua kind of is too because his second yeah, but, his second year was was injury prone and he <laughs> didn't play anything but the national title in the first year or sorry his third year was injury prone his first year he played nothing but the title
1: yeah, that's true, but he also if if I if memory serves me correctly, he also has more of a a pedigree behind him as opposed to Gerbero who's a little bit more I mean, self made. That is and that is true. And people and without love the injuries, putting stock into that.
0: And without people the injuries, love he putting probably. stock
1: into But like people be like, Oh he was a five star recruit out of high school. Who cares? Yeah, that might say <laughs> something about your athleticism at minimum and that's something to be said, but like when people are like, But he was a five star recruit and this guy was only a three star It's like, what is that relevant coming into the NFL draft? That's what I want to say. It it doesn't matter. It's Joe Burrow. Anyway, moving on. Second pick. Go ahead.
0: So for the second pick, the Washington Redskins, they're going to need a lot. But major help that they need is on the edge rush. And there's a clear choice here to me. The second overall pick, I think they're going to take Chase Young.
1: Also, kind of a side note, you kind of need dominating trenches, especially in the NFC East where it feels like we they have like a top three it, it, of the top six lines in the NFL are all in the same division.
0: Exactly. And, and the edge rush, like, well, yes, they need help on the wide receiving core and a bunch of other spots. That edge rush to me is the first address they need to make because it can go a lot further, a lot quicker.
1: Agreed. And now we move down to the Lions. So here's the thing. They just traded Darius Slay. There happens to be a great cornerback on the board of Jeffrey Okuda. However, I don't think they go that route. I think they're starting to move into a long-term rebuild plan. Yes, if you're thinking of the best need that best fits this right here... It's it should be Jeff Racuda. It should be the pick. I actually am going to say they take Tagalova here at number three. Really? Yes. So here's the thing. I agree. Corner is more of a need, and I think Jeff Racuda is the better player. But that being said, I I doubt they're going to be picking this high next year. I don't. I think they're going to scrape out a few more wins this year. I think there's more talent on this roster than you think, even with the Slay trade. And I just don't. I think you have to pick while the picking's good and you're not risking up having to give up future assets next year again and then finally drafting a quarterback and then having nothing to work with. I think having a quarterback here now while you're picking three on a more talented roster than the third worst team in the NFL should have, I think this is actually a, a Tagalova spot here.
0: It's an interesting choice. I don't think it's a bad choice. I love Matthew Stafford, but it's it, this is the NFL. It's a what have you done for me lately, League?
1: And I think um, it's just time and don't be surprised if they look on peddling Stafford. I I think also Tagalova, especially with injury history, I think he's kind of a prime candidate of sitting behind somebody. You know, of the top quarterbacks.
0: No, I, I agree. Now Going on to the fourth pick is the New York Giants, with the NFC East having two of the top four picks. Uh, there is, there's a lot, there's a lot to unpack here, and in all honesty, it may be taken too early. Not, not for the position. I think they're going to go offensive tackle early. Cause they have, there's, there's they have a quite a few decent plethora, ones here too, and there's a plethora of them in the in the list. But I know there are higher-rated ones. I just I feel like this is the Giants. I feel like they're gonna get drawn and I, they're gonna take Mecki. Meckai Beckton, yeah, yeah Beck. Uh,
1: he's my personal favorite. i also I also love offensive freaks. At tackle positions, why Lane Johnson and Jason Peters are my two favorite players on my favorite team or well, one of them's not with us anymore, but you get the point. I think there's something you said, especially for having, especially with all the athleticism on the edge. Now, I think, I think having that athletic freak is just too high of an upside anymore, especially yes, since I mean, the offensive line talent. So piss poor in the NFL right now compared to what's available on the defensive side.
0: Well, and on top of that, there's, there's some, um, there's some issues that the, uh, that the Giants have, they got a young quarterback, and the first thing you need to do for a young quarterback if you want him to develop is get him an offensive line.
1: Agreed. I, I'm, you, well, you know me. You know I'm a bigger fan of putting a young quarterback into it, a, a position where they're set to succeed in the future. That includes having already either A, established weapons or B, sitting behind somebody while you accrue your talent. It happened for Rodgers. That worked out. I think Tagalova for Lions same reason, that's also the same philosophy there um, so now the Dolphins so they're kind of at the mercy of whatever happens at three I actually think if the Lions are quite in love with Tagalova the the Dolphins here will jump up to three and grab them if the Dolphins don't do that and they sit pat here and it goes because you know the Lions kind of picked them There's two ways to go about this. You can either believe they're going to force up Justin Herbert, up their board, because now they're kind of, well, the top two are off the board, and the next guy down is kind of a tier two, almost like a tier 1.5 guy. It feels bad to pick him at five. But you're ahead of the Chargers right now, who are also in the market for a quarterback. Honestly, I think it's... I know I'm going to be... I'm forcing up three quarterbacks... (laughs) <laughs> three picks in a row I'm picking, but I think that's how these kind of things shake out in the NFL draft all the time.
0: It, it is. You it get happens a, you get a jump every year. So you're taking Justin Herbert, huh? No,
1: we're taking Jedrick Wills, but I'm saying they should take Justin Herbert. <laughs>
0: they're taking Jedrick Wills. <laughs> 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 with the fake out.
1: <laughs> it, it's, it's also because I don't think they're in love with Herbert. I think that's actually what it is. Personally, if I'm ahead of the Dolphins... I think they trade away so many assets to get all these picks that you're better off almost waiting to down farther to put another quarterback, in like, a, like a love, into a better position than you would be putting Herbert in by um, wasting more draft capital later for him as opposed to just grabbing probably the best tackle in this draft, and that's saying something, which is
0: Jedrick Wills. So... Now we come to the sixth overall pick with the Chargers. There's uh, there's a conundrum for here. Because two of their biggest needs in the draft are quarterback and cornerback. And with the uh, Dolphins passing up in your book on Justin Herbert That leaves a good prospect there for the sixth pick in the draft to take a quarterback. However, there's another guy. There's another guy who has a little bit more to offer them. With the sixth overall pick, I think the Chargers take Jeffrey Okuda.
1: I like that. I think it makes their defense super... I think that just elevates their defense because they already have a decent amount of... They already have a good corner... Add another one in. That's just... That's not something every team has. And I like it. I personally like that move. Now, do you make that move? Do you sign Jameis Winston? If you're the Chargers?
0: I... I I don't know. I honestly... I'm not too high on Herbert. And I think that the reasoning for that would be... There's not a lot of other teams... Behind them looking for quarterbacks Desperately enough to draft in the first round It's true I think they they would more be Banking on Herbert falling to the second
1: So now the Panthers This is the hardest pick in the draft Yeah Cause How do you feel about Bridgewater?
0: I actually like Bridgewater I don't think he's The quarterback of your future though I they think might the remember bridgewater right only
1: like 25 it's not I, exactly no
0: i'm not saying i'm not saying that from an old standpoint i'm saying that while yes we're really high on him given how he played last year in place of drew Brees, his play has been at times not as not as good that being said everybody has their moments so i'm I'm honestly, I'm willing. If I'm the Panthers, I'm willing to put all the eggs in the in the Bridgewater basket at this point.
1: I think that's the route they do take. Now this is where the free fall starts because now I think this is it, with the way this draft's are forcing. I, again, I think Justin Herbert's going to take a tumble here. What do you think? Oh yeah, no, I, I think
0: he's. I think he's going to. The earliest I see him going is about the 18th to the Dolphins. <laughs> I think that might be. I think that might be his release, He might. But the, if dolphins, the dolphins. If the dolphins aren't going to take him, then.
1: I mean, they probably him fall 18. to the second. We'll see. You know, let's see how it shakes out, um, because he's definitely not going here to the Panthers. So I personally think Isaiah Simmons is the best player in this draft, even above Chase Young. That is definitely a hot take. I understand that. But the thing is, I think the Panthers need that that interior lineman so bad that even though Isaiah Simmons, the best player available, is still here at seven, I think they still end up going Derek Brown. I know that's such a, like an old hat mock to them at this point, but there's a reason for that.
0: Derek Brown is a very solid choice, though, and they definitely need He's some so beefing good. up on that defensive line. He's so good. Which brings us to the eighth overall pick. Um, this brings us to. The Cardinals, whose biggest needs right now are, again, offensive linemen, an edge rusher, and a linebacker. So the question is, who do they address first? Because they're in a position where, honestly, I can't say, oh, well, they do this hoping this person falls later. Because the two best at the positions they need the most aren't going to be there. Uh, later on so in all honesty I think they go defensive and I personally I would go offensive because I I believe in protecting your young quarterback better but seeing how their league has gone their their, uh, division has gone where defense has basically determined who wins the division every year. I think they're going to take Isaiah Simmons.
1: I agree a hundred percent with that pick, and also want to highlight. Not only is he the best player available, but I think this. You, I think this draft is deep enough in tackle, which is definitely the next biggest. Next biggest I would need, say. Yeah. I'm also a Humphreys fan, though, so I guess that's that's a me thing. So I don't think it's as big of a need as everyone else seems to think. Granted, they need another tackle, but I mean, you also need a linebacker, and I think the best player in the draft available at 8, you just you you, gotta you take... throw that card down. You you whirlwind that onto the table. Yup. So I agree with that pick 100%. Now, Panthers, though. This is hard. Jags, Because I don't think this board lines up with what they want.
0: It really doesn't for the Jags, no.
1: I think I think they they are I think the Jags buy into the Minshew mania and I think they do load up offensive weapon. Um I think they're line solid so the only what the only pick here in this draft is CD Lamb. Yeah. He's literally the only this is that's literally the only selection they have available and granted. Oh, best wide receiver in the draft at number 9. Normally there's at least one or two that go above this, so This isn't bad. This is good. This is a good spot. It's good for him. It just kind of feels bad because this almost feels like they have to pick him. So it's made for them. They're not sitting here shocking the world because CeeDee Lamb's great.
0: Which brings us to number 10 overall pick in the draft. We have the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns have some issues to address. Uh, Most of them, in all honesty, most pressing is the offensive line. Um, yeah, it's not close. Like, I th- think they're gonna they're gonna take Tristan Tristan Wurfs.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. Like, it's
0: it's just it's the most sense. You got a young quarterback in Mayfield. Well, he may not be the best ever quarterback. He needs to be protected, and I think you'll see his numbers go way up if he is. It just makes too much sense. Too much. Um, too much questions at the other positions they need.
1: Agreed and so now we have the Jets they literally need two wide receivers and they just and they still have a high draft pick invested in Darnold and you need to know what you have because in two years you gotta pay him you have to spend on weapons here and give him a shot and that's 100% it's, but now it becomes do you like Ruggs more or Judy more
0: that's the actual question and it's a, it's a tough one <sighs> they're both very very good I'm
1: actually. I think this might be the hot take, but I'm taking Rugs, the Jets. Mm. I think he. I think he offers more for what the Jets need because, like, I think his speed is harder to find than a possession receiver like Judy.
0: True. I this think he just
1: offers a more distinct skill set, and is. A, I think they're equivocally talented, but his skill set's more rare, so I think it's Rugs.
0: Which brings us to the Raiders at the twelfth overall pick. Now. There's two things to address here for the Raiders in my book, and it's the cornerback and the wide receiver. Um, their defensive play for them has been... shall we say poor, Tra- to put it trash, nicely. Trash. Trash. Uh, butter trash. <laughs> but I'm looking at this and I'm thinking... I know they need to address it, but I don't think they'd pass up. I think they take Judy.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: It's too much to pass up on there.
1: Yeah, I, I think those top three receivers are the best, so having one available at 12 and it being a pretty pressing need, I, I like it. I like it here. So now the Niners. Okay. Let's see. All right. This is hard. This is such a hard pick. I feel like their board doesn't line up well here. So now I hate drafting a safety this early. I think the high riser, the combine freak, CJ Henderson is actually the pick here. This is definitely an overdraft. But I think it's their biggest need. And I think that I think they're going to value Henderson here.
0: Yeah. And while they do, they do have another pick later in the draft waiting for him to fall that low. Probably not the best. idea. I
1: don't think he makes it to 31. No, but I think an offensive tackle, which I think might be a pick here. Maybe you take Andrew Thomas. Maybe if, if this falls the way it is, but I think Henderson's value at 13 is more than whatever's going to be left at 31. For whatever cornerbacks left. Because I'm not huge on Fulton. I think he falls down probably low 20s. Same with Gladney I think might actually fall to the second. So I really like. And I'm just not a fan of Xavier McKinnon going this higher either. Because I just. I think he's also another mid 20s guy. So I And I think Henderson is right around this value. So I like it here.
0: I think it's funny that you brought up Andrew Thomas though. Because you got the Buccaneers at 14, who just made headline news in the sports world by signing Tom Brady. So what's the number one thing I'm going to address when I got Tom Brady on my team? And I already another have stacked wide receivers?
1: Old. No, it's another quarterback because he's old, totally, right?
0: Actually, it's Andrew Thomas from Georgia. <sighs> Shocking. Yeah, I'm not surprised. No. Agree the, th- the quarterback need for them is real, but it's uh, late. Draft address at this point because you if you don't get someone in this draft you still have next year.
1: And, and honestly, I agree with you. I think if you sign Tom Brady,
0: I mean, it, like it just, you're it all sense, winning it, it makes sense. They're going to make the playoffs this year. Like that's uh,
1: yeah. I think I think you have to. If they don't, we're on a different thing. But yeah. <laughs> anyway, for the fifteenth pick. A future Super Bowl winning Denver Broncos. (laughs) You, you, you know I've been preaching this for a while, even before all the positive moves they've made. No, I know. Here's the thing: I think they really do need another weapon, but there is just no receiver I'm willing to draft at this point. Yeah, I think. Mm. So now, I'm not huge on Fulton. That's definitely a personal thing. I still think he's pretty good value here. It's just Shazan's just sitting there, but I think he translates to their system so well. And Von Miller's getting older, and I think you can never have too many pass rushers. I think he's too good to pass at fifteen. Yeah, I think he's too good. It's F- I think it's Shazan. Okay. I think he's just got such an enticing athletic profile. Like I think, and he's. I just think he provides so much value here. He, you're just. I think here he is, and, and not to mention, this is really good. This, he's just so good. I think he's going to be a star, personally. So I love the pick here.
0: So, number sixteen in the draft, the Falcons. I, I. Mm, this is like unlike the others where we said they're just boards don't match up. It's uh, more of for the Falcons. Um. You got a lot of choices to make here. Who do you want to address more? Do you want your cornerback, your interior lineman, your running back, or your edge rusher? And in all honesty...
1: (sighs) You mean, you're actually considering running back even though they just picked up weak knees
0: girly? The only reason I'm considering running back is because J.K. Dobbins is still out there.
1: Really, you would take Dobbins over? Alright, you know that's a different conversation. But I, 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 you do you?
0: But I'm not. I think they take Fulton. I agree with that. I think they're going to take Fulton. They're going to try and address a lot of this bleeding defense issue they have.
1: So, number 17 Cowboys. You know what? Dax actually trashed. They let him go and they signed up No, they're not gonna draft Herbert. He's still he's still sitting there. I understand that. oh god. This one's hard. I think you draft McKinney. I think I think he provides okay value here and you he desperately need a safety. I think it's McKinney all day. Alright.
0: I mean I, I don't disagree with that at all, in all honesty.
1: I think it's just yeah, they let Jones go, but I actually don't hate their cornerback depth, to be honest with you. I thought they had decent cornerback depth. So I don't like, yes, they're average at best, but they, they bleed at safety. And he's definitely the best safety here. Uh, so you, you take him, and he's decent value. Like, this just
0: matches up very well, I think. All right. I think we all know where this is going, Justin Herbert. Yeah. Hey, it's, He's the slide of the draft. He's the slide of the draft, yeah.
1: So um, while I said yes, quarter, quarterbacks get forced up all the time, there's also always one that slides down. Granted, I, I'm i willing to put that money. He probably gets someone looking to accrue more picks, probably gets him in the mid-teens more likely than not, and that actually might be the Dolphins. They might actually trade up to secure him at some point in those mid-rounds, but... No trades. I think he's great there at eighteen. I think that is such a great pick, especially with Fitzpatrick on the on the team again. I think he could do with sitting behind a year, much like Tugalova. Yeah. So now, Raiders. Another friggin' pick. Uh, where do we go? Well, you don't need running back because I think. DeAndre Swift might be the best player on the board. Kinlaw, again. Is he too good to pass up here? I think he's too good to pass up here. There's no... I don't like Gladney here. hes That's another cornerback. I don't like Delpit here. Yeah, it's Kinlaw. It's 100% Kinlaw for the way the board is and what I think they need.
0: Uh, it's not a bad move, actually, and all things considered.
1: Um, I mean, he's a he's a possible top ten talent, and he's down here at nineteen. It's and it's a very mayoc move, I think.
0: So, having the Jaguars take Sidney uh, Lamb earlier in the draft leaves them with a need for interior linemen, cornerbacks, and safeties. <sighs> I don't think they go for the interior alignment. In all honesty, looking at the board here, I feel like that hmm. I honestly think they're going to go I think they're going to go with Delpit. Really? Yeah, I feel like they're going to address the safety because they got burned a lot on deep balls last year. I mean, not they a lot, did. a lot, but I feel like they're going to try to address their deep ball issue first. Just given given the pool that was there, I I didn't see anyone else who really called out the thought, oh we need to draft this person right now.
1: I agree. So yeah. now, I think with the way the board shakes out, God, the Eagles need a receiver so bad. Oh, yeah. I think you would agree. Oh, yeah. Here's the real question. I So now, there are some linebackers out there. I just... You can't... You need a receiver here. You need... It's 100% a receiver here.
0: Mm-hmm. It, I, the only thing I'll throw out there for the linebackers is uh, I wouldn't go with Kenneth Murray. I don't... I don't
1: Oh no! I was
0: I was looking Not at Patrick
1: him. Queen either way.
0: Patrick Queen, he was good. He was good. He would be a solid choice.
1: So now it really comes down. I think this is almost like personal preference at this point with the way this, this shakes out. What do you do? Do you do Justin Jefferson or do you do KJ Hamler? I think Hamler is side. They, they did it with the Jackson once with the small receiver. I think Jefferson just offers a little bit. He's, he's fast and He's six three. Like, what else do you want? I I think that's exactly the profile that equals Throw it the Eagles need. Thrown into, I think it's Justin Jefferson.
0: Ah, uh, right. I mean, I personally, it's the profile agree. they need. I I I don't want to agree, but I do agree that I think Justin Jefferson fits better.
1: I think fits better, and I actually is. I think it's there's This is granted. I, Eagles have not been picking BPA for a while now, it feels like. So I I think they're more likely to reach than most other teams. And so I think this just fits into there.
0: So we now get to the Vikings, whose top needs are a cornerback, a wide receiver, and an edge rusher. And honestly, looking at what's left here... At the spot they're in, I think there's a clear choice to me, at least. I think they go with a with a AJ Epineza.
1: Ooh. See, I, I think they could have gone a few players here. I think. I think sure. they could have gone a few players here. I don't hate the Epineza pick, but I really don't.
0: I just I like. I liked uh, Epineza. I haven't watched him play at Iowa. I just uh, Iowa's defensive line has been the best part of that school for years. And uh, I would
1: argue tight ends have actually been Well, tight I, I mean hate that.
0: tight ends and defensive line though. But like they yeah, yeah. they've made their name on those two things. And in all honesty, I feel like Epineza is probably the best available to him right now for what they needed.
1: Right. I don't hate it. Here's one, the Patriots. So reports are they're gonna they're gonna roll with Stindum, him. did him, well, How do you? I don't know how you freaking say his name. He's irrelevant. I don't think he's gonna be great. I don't think there's a quarterback here they take. I think they and not to mention they just have no cap room until next year. So I don't think their plans are to draft a quarterback at this spot. Even though I could th- I could definitely force love here. I don't think that's what... uh, That's not a Belichickian move,
0: in my opinion. No, his moves are take him late. Take him late, make him great. (sighs) Yeah.
1: I know it's back-to-back years, but I think the wide receiver again, and I'm taking LaVisca Chanel. Hmm.
0: Interesting. I think...
1: I I was thinking Rieger. Rieger scares me. (laughs) Like there's just something. I feel like he doesn't have he doesn't have the Belichickian mindset. I think he has lapses in judgment, and it's just like I think he doesn't fit the check mold. And I think that's why. And I still think they want a go receiver. And I think Chenault is actually a, another riser that we're gonna see a little bit rise before the draft. If you don't already like him, so I'm going go Chenault.
0: Which leads to the. Next pick, the 24th pick in the draft, we got the Saints. Now, the Saints' biggest needs are linebacker, cornerback, and wide receiver. Now, I've seen a few things from them. I don't think they've uh, addressed the wide receiver, I guess you could say, issue. I mean, it's they've got a great guy, but they need someone to take the heat off of him. But at the same time, their cornerback play has been the reason they weren't in the Super Bowl for the last two years, essentially. Um, I'm down to two. I've got two choices here, in all honesty. Well, three. <laughs> I keep seeing players I like, and then I'm like, mmm. Patrick Queen. I think they're going to go with Patrick Queen.
1: Uh, oh, thank God. I thought you were going to pick someone else. No, I agree. It's Patrick Queen here every time. I mean, I think their I've, linebackers I've thought about them reaching down and horrendous. taking
0: Hamler, but at the same time, they'll just wait to see if he falls low enough for them. I, I don't think they'd take him as at 24. Well,
1: anyway, I had the Vikings again. <laughs> I think. Yes, you traded away... You could say they'll they'll trade away for the trade digs, and they'll turn him into this another wide receiver, possibly Jalen Rieger, possibly KJ Hamler. They just need cornerback so desperately. It comes down to do you love Gladney? If you love Gladney, you take him. If you don't love Gladney, I think it's Hamler. I think he's. I think they need. I think he just fits across from. Um, what they have a wide receiver. I'm blanking on the white guy's name, but you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, I don't know how I'm doing this right now, but anyway, um, Glad is it Gladney or Hamler? I don't like Rieger. I really don't. I think he falls. Farther. Oh god, I'm going Gladney. I think it's. I think I'd, it's too that's, pressing that's of a the need. Way I'd go.
0: Yeah. Which brings us to the 26th overall pick. And the third pick that the Dolphins are going to make. <sighs> dolphins, Dolphins, Dolphins. Get so much to fix and so little time to do it. They need. See, they need interior offensive linemen, but like, not this soon. They could do with an extra edge rusher. And I think that's what they do. I think they take Zach Baum. Zach Bond, out of Wisconsin. They've addressed two offensive points. Now they're getting uh, defensive points in there.
1: See, here's the thing. I think Bond sucks. So, that's a personal thing. I don't like him here. But I get the... I I think if you're...
0: I was just I get, looking I, at I, what I they right needed down. versus what was available, and...
1: So, what's, what makes that really funny is I think the better player is still available if you're going that route, and I think the Seahawks love the fact that Yurder Grismanis is still available, and they take him. I agree. I think he's just... Uh, I uh, he's I think there's quite a few tantalizing edge rushers here and I think he's I think he's one of them.
0: All right. So, we now come to the 28th pick, which is the Baltimore Ravens. Now, a team that went 14 and 2, you would think doesn't have a lot of needs to address, which you'd be mostly right. They need offensive linemen and uh a linebacker, maybe a running back and an edge rusher, but given that the two remaining edge rushers just went, I think they'd lean more towards addressing their libra- linebacker issue. I think they're going to go with Kenneth Murray out of Oklahoma.
1: Yeah, they love their linebackers. That makes sense. I think it just, just that's just, that's such a traditional Baltimore pick. I love that one. So, we have Titans. I think there's not a single edge rusher that you even consider here, unless you're loving Julian and which I don't... He just does not provide the value here. Titans. Titans. I think they have their wide receivers figured out, so I don't think there's a Rieger here. I think it's, it's Gallimore or Blacklock. That's really what it boils down to because you got rid of Casey. Who do you like more? That's that's what it, that's really what it boils down to. Let me look. I think Blacklock has higher upside. I, I think of Blacklock. I'm going with Ross Blacklock here at 29. I
0: think that's a fair pick, actually. Where was he? Which brings us to the 30th pick in the first round, the Green Bay Packers. So the two biggest needs for them are wide receiver and tight end. Um, one could also argue running back, but I don't think it's big enough for them to uh, address in the first round.
1: Yeah, Aaron Jones
0: is good. Um... There's just not... There's not a lot of tight ends available. While it's a desperate need for them to address, I don't think it's something they need to address in the first
1: round. I don't think it's something they can uh, justify addressing in the first round.
0: Exactly. However... I think... They do overdraft just a tiny bit. And I think they're going to take KJ Hamler.
1: I I like him in the bottom first, top mid-second. I think it's the top end of his value, but I I don't hate that.
0: And I'm looking at the fact that he's available at this point compared to Rager, which I'm kind of in agreement with you. I I don't buy into Rager all that much. So, I, I think they don't either. And uh, I just, KJ Hamler, he's a smart kid too. And Aaron Rodgers likes his smart wide receivers.
1: Yeah, and I think, see, he's almost falling for the same reason Deshaun Jackson did, who's li- probably his only pro compar- comparable to him. And it really does boil down to how scared you are of his body type. That's what it boils down to. Deshaun Jackson fell to mid second, so. I, I don't see why he wouldn't... Maybe Deshaun Jackson's profile boosts up their faith in someone like KJ Hamler and he's taken the first. I don't know. But there's very few profiles like them that have succeeded. Especially the ones that are willing to go this high in the draft. So I agree with that. So now, anyway, Niners, my last pick. So... Derry got the cornerback. they just traded away Buckner I think you have to find that replacement in Buckner 100% here especially if you're not going to draft it earlier and I think it's Gallimore here
0: no makes sense
1: I think he's just got that great he's got great size I think he plays with good 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 leverage I I think he fits what they want to do and he'll free up the rest of the team to make plays I think he's actually a double teamer every every down so
0: yeah no i i like the move i really do but now we get to the final pick of the first draft first round of the draft the super bowl champion kansas city chiefs now their biggest needs offensive interior offensive linemen uh cornerbacks and running back looking at what's available yeah
1: yeah there's some stuff available for them
0: now I mentioned him earlier I really do like JK dobbins I think he's gonna be a stud wherever he ends up he's gonna he's gonna have a good career in the NFL but it's not at the Chiefs they're gonna take DeAndre Swift
1: Just speed, speed, more Mm -hmm. speed, lots of speed. It's it it just makes it makes
0: too much sense to pick him up, especially stealing him at the thirty second overall pick. And it's it's one of your team's biggest offensive needs. It'll take a load off of Patrick Mahomes, and it's been shown when you take a load off of Mahomes, he plays better. So yeah. Not I, to I, mention, I like that pick
1: for that. Not to mention, like his, I think yeah. if you're going off a of pure talent standpoint, he's much better than 32. Just the dev- devaluation of running backs is going to help the Chiefs here. And it's just another, just another fast dude on this. And I think he's, I like him more than Dobbins. I I understand you love for Dobbins. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, that's how it falls. I actually, I like it. I like the way it fell. I think this is very... I like I like it, especially with no trades. I think this is a good draft.
0: Yeah. Now, granted, this is what we did, like, he, like Pete said, with no trades. So if we throw trades in there, this gets all sorts of messed up. But oh,
1: yeah. There's definitely going to be some positioning, especially if someone wants Tagalova. Possibly. Especially if the lines don't like Tagalova. Oh, yeah. That is going to be a ransom spot. Now,
0: that being said, I... I feel like this is a, uh, a solid draft. In, in fact, as a mock draft goes, I would rate most of these picks for the teams as, uh, as either an A or a B. That being said, we all know how the real draft goes, and most of the time, some of these teams end up with a D or an F.
1: <laughs> I mean, I would argue there's a couple of, like... Like, I'm not a fan of Bond over... Gross modest, which means he's strictly worse, so I would get that C's. I think Justin Jefferson's an overdrop for the Eagles even though I put them there. Now, there's a couple be, A pluses fair, in here.
0: To be fair though, to, to pick Bond there, um I went with the mentality that the Dolphins tend to be attracted to Ooh Shiny. Yeah,
1: he's definitely And Bond
0: is shiny. the more ooh shiny. So that, that a, was I my think both pretty
1: shiny. On that. I think they're both pretty shiny. And I I think you picked a less shiny guy if anything. I just, I don't know. I just I love Matos' length. You know what I mean? I he I think he ends up with like a Dwight Freeney type.
0: I just yeah. I I like that I think we didn't like have a running Freeney back like pick until Dunlap. the last pick of the first round. <laughs>
1: I think that's how it how it happens though.
0: It does. It, they either go very, very early in the top five or they don't go until like the last five.
1: Yeah. Oh god, that if they get swift at thirty two, which I think does happen by the way, I really I strongly think it happens.
0: Well, and here's here's uh, my thing. Looking at how the draft order works out here. Even if they don't end up with Swift, they still could end up with Dobbins at the 32nd pick.
1: Yeah, it's like, I don't hate Dobbins. I,
0: I agree with you. I think Swift is the better pick. But if you can't get Swift and you get Dobbins instead, that's like, well, man, I didn't get you a $100 bill, but I got you
1: $99. See, I think it's more of like, I didn't give you a $100 bill, but I got you a 20 Deal with it. Like that's the that's the that's the clear difference to me of them too. I, I, think I
0: disagree if, with that. I think, if
1: I... Swift, I think if Swift's not there, they don't even go running back. Really? To be honest with
0: you. Well who, yes. who would they go then?
1: Ooh. I don't know. I'd have to look at the board again. That would take some real deliberation. I think they would probably go.
0: But looking actually looking at our uh looking at our first round draft picks Ooh, I don't here. Oh actually. The real winner of this first round of the draft is no, it's LSU.
1: (laughs) Oh, fair. We drafted
0: we drafted six LSU uh, players, including
1: first overall, and then a run of four of them in seven picks. Yeah. Yep. No, but I think it's like I think some people might disagree with the the rugs over duty too. Which one? I think some people might disagree with Ruggs over Judy as well.
0: Maybe, but at the same time, in all honesty, it's a mock draft. The point of making a mock draft is to step on some toes.
1: I also really like Isaiah Simmons at eight. I think that's such a great pick. I love that one.
0: It's it's a solid, solid. I mean, it matches up. There's not a lot of need for linebackers before then.
1: You know what's actually funny? Who I would grade as the losers in this draft. <laughs> people are going to hate this. I actually don't. The Vikings had two first round picks and I don't like either player that ended up going there especially much. Like, I think I know I'm the one who picked Gladney to go to him. That's mostly because I think most people think he's good, but I don't know. He just doesn't, he doesn't scream good football player to me. And that's all that is.
0: I'm going to be a hundred percent honest with you. I feel like the losers, the losers of that, of this draft, I feel like it's probably – Man, this is a really hard pick. Um, and I think it's the Patriots, and it's not because I don't like the pick. It's because there's just nothing available for them to address what they need. I
1: know. I, I still like – I like Chenault. I think I think uh, that's I think, a good pick there, I but I understand the, their situation. For the
0: situation, that pick gets a, a B plus or an A from me. So I it don't hate pick. the pick. I just think that the draft doesn't line up for the Patriots right now. Well, the thing trading. is, if
1: also if you're really trying to figure out if Stidham's good, you 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 give him a first round another first round receiver. You hope Nikhil Harry ends up panning out. You, you still probably factory out another slot receiver there. And you just see what you have there. Worst case scenario, you see what you have at quarterback, and then you you figure something out. Then again, I'm also a fan of them taking Love or From in the second. So I, I think that's more likely to happen. I think
0: they take From.
1: I think From is trade the well.
0: From is the style of quarterback that that uh, Belichick likes. though.
1: Actually, to be fair, uh, God, I think I actually think the Saints might trade up for From. Really, uh, to, 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 I think they'll trade up above to get the Patriots. I think that's that's actually not too terrible a thing. It just sucks no, because that it,
0: would that would give him a year or two to learn under Breeze. It would make sense. I
1: think, well, the Breeze is out for two years. He signed for two years.
0: Yeah, and so I, think, I mean, it would give him about two years under Breeze. I think a
1: second round, maybe even the third round, maybe you go all the way down for Hertz in the third. But I think they like From I think I think Peyton's gonna end up falling in love with Fromm and I think they end up with him.
0: I am gonna be I'm gonna be hundred percent honest with you. Uh if my choice is between Jake Fromm and Jalen Hurts, I'm taking Fromm every time.
1: I mean, obviously, because there's a reason why I said Hurts in the second third and uh Fromm in the second. I think he's clearly the better. It's it, it, it's a matter of love and value. like I like, and, I um, like, and I like Jalen
0: Hurts, but I love see I, feel, I love him. I feel if you're drafting him as a quarterback he is a fourth round value at best.
1: I agree, but he's going to get drafted in the third. Fair. He's too tantalizing of of, of a prospect, and I actually don't think he's even that bad of a quarterback. I think I, I think it's almost like
0: I don't think he's a terrible quarterback. He just he's too many shades of Tebow for me. I feel I'm like not does, that. I feel like he doesn't translate to quarterback in the NFL as well as some of the others in this draft. That being said, if he were to come in and do what Tebow refused to do, which is potentially change position, I feel like the value skyrockets at that point.
1: See, what's actually funny is I think almost like the sole reason that he goes a little higher than you think is because Lamar Jackson worked out. People – this is a copycat league, and people look for similar profiles all the time.
0: Yeah. And then they raise
1: that value. And I think –
0: it's like he like to,
1: quarterback
0: so just steal the to steal the analogy from earlier uh having Lamar Jackson is like having the hundred dollar bill and to me if you didn't get Lamar but you got hurts that's like saying oh well I didn't get you a hundred dollars bill but here's a 10.
1: but here's the thing though I think that's fine here because you're not drafting hurts in the first like you did t-
0: Eh, that's fair, Lamar no, that Jackson. Fair. I think it, it,
1: it's a matter of investment for that particular analogy. I think, and
0: that is that is completely fair. In mean, all honesty,
1: anyway, uh, honestly, so I'm curious to see how this shakes up against what happens. I think I am
0: too. I, I'm actually gonna save this. <laughs> yeah, can you? I think so. We'll find out. Um, but I think that's gonna do it for us today on this. Uh, on this uh, podcast i think it's a, it's a solid day i think it's a solid day we had a uh, we had a lot of good picks a lot of a lot of agreement a lot more agreement than I thought we would but um thank you guys for tuning in if you like what we're doing don't forget to follow us on the podcast and uh we'll see you guys next time when we uh when we recap the uh transactions that have happened during the free agency up to that point so i'll catch you guys later and thanks for tuning in
1: bye guys